Hello, and welcome to the Abundant Life Christian Center podcast, where our mission is to see you focused, faithful, fruitful, and fulfilled. We just ask that you listen with an expectation to receive. And stay tuned after the episode to find out how you can further connect with us. It is impossible for you to go forward looking backwards. There is no exception. God is faithful. He told us that in 1 John, that he's faithful. All throughout his word, he told us he is faithful. We got to get to the place where we believe that. You'll never be able, write this down, I'll never be able to forget my past apart from God. The only way I'm going to be able to get past that is God's got to help me. God's got to teach me. Why? Because there's some things that happened to me. There's some things that was done to me. There's some things that I've done, and I've got to be able to get past the past. If I don't get past the past, I'll always, I'll always be locked into it. I'll never be able to lift my head up. I'll never be able to fulfill the purpose of the plan of God. Why? Because I'm focused more on the path than I am what he called me to do. Notice this. Even in your rebellious time, God never changed who he called and what he called you to be. Even when you were being rebellious, God was still here. It's just like my kids, uh, you know, uh, uh, with my kids, look at this. Even with my kids, my kids can do something, or my children now, they're grown adults, so they can do something that I don't appreciate. I'm still their father. That doesn't change it. Does that make sense? People sometimes will do things you may not appreciate. And, and it's the same way with God. You have done things that he did not appreciate you did, but he didn't change his love for you. He still loved you. He still was begging you, come on back. Man, glory to God. And you done told him you done bumped your head 20 times. And he's still saying, come on. Glory to God. Amen. Because he knows you're hurting you. You thought you were hurting him, but you're hurting you. Amen. And that's why you got to get as soon as you get past this thing of regret, you know, that's why some people can't understand. Well, uh, you know, you slip and fail or you slipped and fell over here and you got right up and got right back in line. They don't understand that because religion said we got to teach you something. But the Bible says all you got to do. Yeah, you got to teach me something. This is what you got to teach a person how to learn Jesus. Learn Christ. Ephesians 4, 413, 413 tells you that. 4.13 and 20 tells you that. you got to learn Christ. The more you learn Christ, the more you learn his way, the, more, the less you're going to be rebellious in certain things. Somebody say amen. All right. Again, you cannot forget your past beyond God. Look what the word of God said. I do not consider, brother, that I have captured and made it. And so why we, oh, why should it, my wife helped me with this so much. Glory to God. Amen. I do not consider, how many of y'all ever had days uh, that you talk about your sin like it was a glory. You ever had a day where you, where you, you know, when I was out there, you know, <laughs> I was going to tell you, you know, I couldn't do bad, tell me nothing. You know what I mean? I was the dude out there, you know, I ain't going to lie. You know, and you're trying to make it seem like it was great. And like my wife told us one day, we were just, just sitting here cutting up and uh, thought we was being funny. You know, and she was like, I thought we were supposed to forget that. She just crashed our party. I remember because we were standing, we were right here. And, uh, and I was like, yeah, you kind of, mm. 
here. And you know, in your mind, you go, she's so religious. She's just spoiling our party. But she wasn't spoiling our party. She was trying to tell us that God had told us to forget those things. And because you're a new creature. Paul said, I know no man after the flesh. So you've got to get to the place where that thing is old news. You ain't really trying to bring up who you were. I said this earlier. We all been someplace. Glory to God. We don't need to go back, though. Look what he says. I do not consider, brethren, that I have captured and made it my own yet. But one thing, everybody say one thing. I do. It is one, my one aspiration. All right, let's read this part, this last part. Forgetting. Forgetting. Come on, you can do it. Forgetting. No, no, say it out your mouth so you know it was you that said it. Forgetting. And to what lies. So God, even God told you, forgetting those things which are behind, why we keep bringing them up? Amen. There are certain things you shouldn't be bringing up no more. Amen. Be careful on dipping back into your pace. Amen. Because you're going you're gonna to bring problems. Hunt your neighbor say, I know that's right. God is in the business. Hunt your, tell your neighbor, God is in the business of perfecting people. He takes imperfect people and he perfects them in his will. That means he makes you mature. He matures you up in his will. It doesn't mean you do everything right. You know, every dot, you, you know, he just said makes you mature. Like I said, the situation I had, I just, I, you know, I pulled away. I had to pull away because God said, no, 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 come on. And you go, mm, I'm out. It's yours. You see what it did? That quick, I'm like, it's yours. It's yours. No, uh-uh. No, 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 no. And I, and I removed myself so much. I said, you know what? So it doesn't become anything else. I'm going to go to another place. You see what I mean? Why? Because I'm removing. Maturity says we're not going to allow this to go any further. We're not going to allow this to go anywhere else. We're going to stop this right where it is. You see what I mean? You start recognizing things and you start removing yourself from them. Somebody say amen to that. All right. Let, write this down. Abraham failed. But he was, but God, he, he got recovered. Abraham recovered. Let me put it another way. Abraham recovered from failure. Even though he failed, he recovered. David failed. He recovered. Amen. Paul failed. He recovered. Amen. He repented. Paul got it right. Glory to God. Paul got it right. Paul was killed. Paul was the one killing Stephen. He was okaying Stephen being killed. Amen. All right. He's right there. All right. But he got it right. Somebody say, I know that's right. Peter, Peter failed. Peter failed. But he got it right. But he recovered. Notice what I'm showing you. There is recovery if you want it. There is recovery if you stop allowing people to get you out of line. You get back in line and allow God to use you. Somebody say amen. God never stopped calling you his child. He, you're still his. Somebody say, I know that's right. Turn with me to Ephesians 1 and 4. I'm almost out of time. Then I'm going to show you two things so that you're not. See, because I don't know about you. There is some, some uh, uh, you know, 
Sometimes I look backwards, and, and those backwards, you know, I look backward at other stuff, too. I look backward. I see people playing football, right? You ever see people on, on television playing? Yeah. Oh, well, some of the fellows. You ever see people playing your sport? Do, do y'all good at, were y'all good at any sport? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Do you ever see them playing your sport? And you go, I could do that. I don't know why. <laughs> you know, you'd be like, I could be, I could be real. I could be in the Hall of Fame right now. You'd be telling yourself that, you know. And then you say to yourself, then God tells you, hey, you living in regret. Let that go. Move on, you know, because look at you. You 40, you 50, you 60. If you could have did it, you would have did it. <laughs> Ephesians 1.4. Look at this real quick. Even as in his love he chose us. I love this. Please write this down. Please go home with this. Even as in his love he chose us, actually picked us out for himself as his own. Isn't that awesome? And in Christ before the foundation of the world that we should be holy, consecrated, and set apart from him and blameless in his sight, even above reproach before him in love. Let me keep reading it quickly because I got to give you two more scriptures. For he ordained us, destined us, planned in love for us to be adopted, revealed as his own children through Jesus Christ and in accordance with the purpose of his will because it pleased him and he was kind and intent. Next on, next verse. So that we might be to the praise and the commendation of his glorious grace, favor and mercy, which he so freely bestowed on us in the beloved. Next verse. In him, everybody ready to read this with me. In him, we have redemption. Watch this. Redemption, deliverance and salvation through his blood, the remission, forgiveness of our offenses, shortcomings and trespasses in accordance with the riches and the of his. That's what I got. That's what I got. Say this. Say this out loud. I am, I am a, new a new creation. And because he's, new, he's created me new, I have divorced myself from my past. From my past. Because he created me new, I have divorced myself from my past. Matter of fact, I am. I am the righteousness of God in Christ. I'm righteous. Not because I said I was righteous. I'm righteous because he said I was righteous. And if he called me righteous, I must be righteous. So the righteous should do righteous things now. Somebody say amen. Here's another thing. Say, I am. I am. Now, there's a big one. I am, I am. forgiven. forgiven. If you ask God, come on. Yeah, you should clap on that one. Hey, Amen. that's an exciting one there. I'm forgiven. Hey, Amen. If you're forgiven, stop allowing yourself to go backwards into the sins that he forgave you of. And then once you're free from those sins, stop going back into them. Why? Because that's why you think you're not forgiven. Because you keep going backwards. 
but God forgave you. Hunt your neighbor say, once he forgave me, he forgave me. God's not like man. Stop putting God in the mindset of men who men treat you the same way. Men, men won't let you get up. Men will always look down on you. God's not doing that to you. When he forgave you, he forgave you. Man, I don't know about you, but that's good. And that brings me to my, one of my last points. That means I should be an overcomer. When thoughts come my way that shouldn't be, I got to overcome these. Certain things that come in my life, I got to live the life of an overcomer now. Amen. I'm living my life with no regret. Look at your neighbor and say, every day, I make a bold confession of faith that I am living my life without regrets. Stop living your life without regrets. If I had had married him, if I had married her, no, no, live without regrets. I had a guy in my, years ago, years ago, years, 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 years ago, I had a guy show up in my foyer and uh, he was talking and he was like, I married the wrong woman. And I was like, you got about three or four kids now, right? <laughs> you know, that was when he caught me off guard. He caught me off guard. I ain't going to lie to you. He caught me off guard. And I was like, I wasn't expecting that. I didn't know where that came from. And I was like, and he was like, I think I really married the wrong one. And I was like, we 20 years in this, 23. How long was it at that time? It was a minute into his marriage. And I was like, well, you've been married long now. And I was like, oh, you got the wrong one? Glory to God. <laughs> <laughs> you go, I don't think, I, was I we pastor? Yeah, we were pastor because we were in the house. And uh, I said, whoa, 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 you got the wrong one, huh? All right, okay. 30, 40 years later, we, wrong one. All right, okay. All these kids, wrong one. All right. He went back home. Amen. Because he, he, he had to understand there's no regrets. Because that's the same one you was excited. I tell you, remember when I married y'all? I told you, you know, at that time, you know, you, this is the best thing I ever found. I, I don't know where I found this man. How he found me, glory to God. Amen. And then, but they never tell you about the time you got to pray for him. They never tell you about that time when they, you don't agree all the time. They never tell you about them times. And then especially if he or she doesn't understand God or believe in God, they never tell you about how you guys stand for him or her. Amen? But you wouldn't love when you said it, right? Okay, quiet. Went upon the crowd. <laughs> Amen. Turn with me. Let's go. I got to be done. Uh, baby girl, tell me I'm out of time. Look at this. Let's do two scriptures and send you home. Revelations 21 and 4. Revelations 21 and 4. God created you to have no sorrow. He's going to give you sorrow at the end, and he's already given you, giving you sorrow right now. I mean, no sorrow now. He gave you freedom from it right now. Hunter Mavis said, I know that's good. All right. Oh, man, I said I was going to give you two. I'm going to give you this scripture and send you home. Tease two. Look at it. And God will wipe away every three. And God will wipe away every tear from their eye. There should be no more death. Wait a minute. Whoa, 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 whoa. Tears of sadness from their eyes. No more death, no more sorrow, nor crying. All right. So he's saying at the end of this, when we're all said and done, this shouldn't be uh, for you. Now, watch this. I actually believe he's saying this. For you who did not get free when you were on earth, 
I will make sure you're free when you're with me. But I'm going to also give you the ability to be free on the earth if you just take that and run with it. Look at Isaiah 53, please, quickly. Isaiah 53 and 4. We are quick to run to the healing part of this scripture, but there's other, there's other scripture that comes before that. Look what he says. Surely he has borne our griefs and, and carried, remember that weight that she picked up? That weight of her past, that sorrow, that's another thing you're picking up. Look at this. Sorrow is, I don't know about you, when you look back on your past and you have regrets, that's sorrow. Can I get a witness? Have you ever been there? You, you start, how many of you have ever thought on your past? Did your past make you feel good? Some of your past, you look back on, you like, man, I made a bad decision there. Amen. Glory to God. Whenever I do a deal, I had to get free. You know, whenever I do a deal, I had to get free because I like to, well, I don't, I don't like to tell you that, but I'll negotiate things. You know, you know, when it came here, I negotiate. I negotiate things. I do that. You know, I try to get the best possible deal. But my wife will tell you, sometimes I walk out of the deal after I've done the deal. I felt I did good. Then I'll, I'll start thinking, ah, he, he came too easy. I could have got more. And, and, she, and she got me to a place. She had to tell me, you got to stop doing that. You do that every time. Every time you, after you do a deal, you've you gotten the deal you look for, but then you go, man, it was too easy. Why did he let me go that easy? Unless there was a better deal. So I live in regret. That couldn't I have got another dollar off? You know, or when I'm dealing with this, it's dollars. You know, because I'm dealing with square footage. So dollars make a difference, you know. So I'm like, couldn't I got another dollar, you know. I'm always trying to get that deal. You see what I mean? Because I'm looking for, and so I got to be careful because then when I do get to a place, like when I get to this one place, I got to be okay with it because if I live in regret, then next thing I know, everything, every time I think about this is a bad deal. You know, I think bad. If I buy the house, and I don't agree, and I agree to the price, but then when I get in, I realize, I, I go, ah, oh, I got a bad deal. Well, every time I look at that house now, it's going to be bad. So I got to get past no regrets. I'm good. Somebody say amen to that. Isaiah 53, 4, look at this. Surely he has borne our griefs and carried our sorrows, yet we esteem him stricken, smitten by God, and afflicted. I wanted you to get the first part. All right, because we're always awesome about reading that second part of it. You know, he was wounded for our transgression. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement for our peace was upon him. And you see what I mean? We jump to that. But what about jumping to the beginning of it? Jump to the beginning again. Go back real quick. Go back real quick. Go back real quick. Four. Surely he was born our griefs and carried our sorrows. We ain't got no business going backwards feeling bad. Hunt your neighbor's say, I know that's right. Psalms 126 and 1, and I'm out of time, I promise. Psalm 126. Psalm 126 and 1. It says, a song of ascents. When the Lord brought back the captives who've returned to Zion, we were like those who dream it, those who dream. It seems so unreal. This, what I'm telling you, feels so unreal. To not look backwards, but to go forward with no regrets. 
Look what he says. It seems so unreal. Next verse. Listen. Then were our mouths filled with laughter and our tongues with singing. Then they said among the nations, the Lord has done great things for them. God did great things for us when he went to the cross. When he sent Jesus to the cross and he took them sorrows, man, that's a great thing. Watch this. Next, I love this part. Take this home and eat it every day. Eat it every day. Eat it every day. Eat it every day. The Lord has done great things for us. We are glad. That's where I live. Amen. That's where you should live every day. You should be glad because God did awesome things for you. He took them sorrows. Stop going backwards. Look at your neighbor and say, I refuse, I refuse. from this day, forward, this day forward to go back, to go back. in my ratchet past and, and bring it back. I ain't that guy anymore or girl. Amen. Stop letting people define you by your sin or what you've sinned or what you've done or who you were. And stop. Oh, oh, I got to go. Stop allowing the world to try to judge you on how to live a Christian life. The world has no right to judge a, spirit, a spiritual person. That's what God's word said in 1 Corinthians 2. He has no business. The world cannot judge me, tell me anything about me. Can't. Stop letting the world tell you, tell you mm, that, that ain't godly, is it? How you going to tell me it was godly? You, does that make sense? Stop letting them say, well, I remember when you was, I ain't there no more. And if somebody pulled your card, truth be told, the people that talk about you or talk certain things, if their card get pulled, it ain't nice. I'm out of time. Thank you for yours. Amen. Glory to God. Thank you for joining us for this episode. We pray you received the life-changing word today. And remember, you can stay connected with us via text by texting ALCC to 313131. And go ahead and like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube, Spotify, and podcast channels. Now, if you would like to sow into the ministry, you may do so online at ALCC1.org or by texting ALCC and the dollar amount to 84321. And remember, Satan is defeated, darkness is dispelled, and Jesus Christ is Lord.